This is Shades Midweek, episode 69. My name is John Mark DeRoe. I'm in Four Stream Studio with my good friends Brad Brown and hey. Jonathan Hafes. Oh, also forgot to mention, for those who have never listened to the podcast before, this is a podcast about theology, culture, and all things Shades. <laughs> We're going to switch it up. Switch it We're up. We're going to switch it up. Keep it alive. Gotta keep people in, in the moment. Brad, you're back. I am. Welcome back. From the land of Indiana. Marion, Indiana. <laughs> Welcome back, Brad. Yeah. Have you all ever been to Marion? Uh, I have not. Well, there's a lot of corn. <laughs> and, uh, a lot right. of, and a lot of chains. And Indiana Wesleyan University. Oh, chains like restaurant chains. I, yes. I, I didn't know what you meant by that. Chains. Like chain link fences? <laughs> like what are you? No, 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 no. Chains like Texas Roadhouse. I went to Texas Roadhouse not once, but twice. Oh, my word. Now, Texas Roadhouse is similar to Logan's Roadhouse. You can eat peanuts and throw it on the floor. Right? Yes. Yeah. I think because of COVID. <laughs> that they're, not, they're not doing that there right was, now. There was some debate about, you know, how is this from a public health standpoint? Uh, but yeah, I mean, even before COVID. I know. I'm like, I feel like there should always be a debate about how this is from a you public health standpoint. You get seated at a table and there's already peanut shells yeah, everywhere so, all over the floor. I'm just so glad you brought that up because I didn't even think about that. And they're just these big buckets. You're just shoving your hands. You're just putting your hands in the in buckets. buckets. Just. But, I mean, you can't man. say no to peanuts. Right. It's free, free peanuts like that? It's free. It's on the Kidding house. Me? It's yeah. on the house. You pay 15 bucks for that. Well, you ballpark. weren't actually there for the Logan's Roadhouse, though. You were there for Indiana Wesleyan University. Yes, I was. I had a week-long intensive for a class that I'm taking called Clinical Assessment and Intervention. So it was great. Got to meet some fellow classmates. I and just fell asleep. My professor. Yeah, that like a blast. And so I'm going to go into what we studied each day. So on Monday, no. Okay, <laughs> so moving on. But yeah, I really appreciated the whole like... <laughs> Monday, 7 a.m. I, I really appreciated up. the whole like, Brad sucks, we're better without him shtick that y'all did. What are you talking about? Kind we showed you nothing but love last over week. Over the top sarcasm. It's just, I really appreciate it, guys. Well, It's good to have you back. You know, I mean, we just wanted you to feel loved. Adequately missed. Well, I didn't. I do have an update from last week, though, uh-huh. or maybe it's more of a confession. Um, since we recorded the last episode, uh, I, I have bought a Bible already. Oh my gosh, you're an addict. <laughs> so I, you ta- got excited. We talked about it so much. You got, you got zealous. And it's you were true. Like, I we need to have an inter- We need to have an intervention. The good news, the good news. Oh, I wish I should have filmed Holly's face when I told her. Um, hey, didn't we say that we were going to introduce Sage at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> it's no, been like 10 minutes. We're just letting her giggle in the background right now. So, no, so yeah, besides Brad and myself and John Mark, we have debatably one of the, I don't know, most well-known people to the podcast audience who's actually yet to be on the podcast. Wow. Sage. Hello. Sage is in the house. (laughs) So glad to have you. Yes. I'm excited to have you with us. I was hoping for applause. It's already the best day ever. Well, I... uh, I hit the other one too early, so now <laughs> I had to hit another it, one. But is it everything that you hoped and dreamed about as you sit here? It really is. I never expected the mini fridge. <laughs> that was that was it for me. You're welcome. Yeah, that's a that's a John Mark Duro special that's right. right there. We're still getting things organized in here. We're gonna put something on that wall where the fridge is, and get some snacks in here. Maybe a little Keurig or something. I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, try to make it look like something's supposed to be happening in this room. <laughs> right, exactly. Rather than a Yeah, closet. we'll put some exactly. stuff on the walls at some point. You know. yeah. Jonathan, I interrupted. I'm sorry, but I just wanted Sage to enter into the conversation. Right. Thank you. No, yeah. I, Sage is the official... Uh, what what title have you um, given yourself? Queen. Queen. Uh, yes. I did almost bring a tiara, but I thought it would be overkill. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good. Not yeah, overkill. I, I did want to hear what the new Bible was that you got. Oh, sorry. Um, it's not. It's <laughs> I was a, into it. It's actually yeah. not anything fancy at all. I, did, I didn't buy a, a big fancy thing or whatever. I realized. Oh. I realized after we recorded the the podcast episode that I did not have a, a personal NLT, a New Living Translation. And, uh, and oh, the new liberal tra- translation. <laughs> <laughs> See, stuttered. we womp, were better womp, without you. <laughs> right. um, oh, I wish I could have that back, but I can't. But uh, but yeah, so I wanted I wanted to get a new living translation, Brad. Yeah, that's great. I'm really excited um, about that. So yeah, so I picked one up. It's not here yet. It's in the mail. <laughs> it's on the way. But back to Sage. Sage, your official title. Sage is the queen of the midweek fan club. I am. Self-declared. <laughs> and I don't know anyone else in the fan club. Well, you did have but to. But I'm in charge. <laughs> it's a start. You did have to battle it out with uh, Grant Esquire yeah. for a little while. We uh, we had some out. email some email fights. And yes. then I realized we've never met in real life. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I shouldn't do this But that's anymore. the magic of podcasting. Yeah. It brings people together they've never even met before in person. It's yeah. great. Totally. Well, Sage, we could not be more excited to have you here for a Meet a Member episode. But as you know, as the queen of the fan club, yes. uh, we have a couple of items of business to get through. Of course. So, Yeah, I'm, I'll be you, back in 45 minutes when you're Sage, done with the intro. <laughs> Sage, do you want to take us down? To the email corridor? Yes! The email corridor. All right. This is the best email day of I'm going to put reverb on your voice. It's yes. going to be great. All right, we got another email this week, guys. Gosh. This is like a pretty consistent the last few weeks. We've gotten an email almost every week. Now. Yeah, just don't tell anybody that we're writing them. <laughs> right. These or that, don't exist. Or that Kenny, who sent us this email, may actually be other people uh, as an alias writing mm-hmm. his emails mm-hmm. as other people. Way to, <laughs> pl- way to plant that seed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Conspiracy. All right, Kenny. How do you say his last name? McCants? McCants. Mm-hmm. All right, Kenny. He emailed us and said... Hi, long time called, first time listener. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke that he... That's good. I've been interested <laughs> in all your books and music recommendations and was wondering if you guys may compile them all in a list at some time in the future. I'd do it myself, but I don't really want to. So, <laughs> thank you, Kenny, for that email. I think that'd be a great idea. I'm trying to think of where we would put that. Is this like a I, Google Drive document? That well, I we, don't know, like... Part of me is like, Kenny, we can send it to you privately. I don't know if I want this list published due to yeah. some of the things I've recommended. <laughs> no, we don't. It's not something that would go on the website, but. Sounds but like it, something that the president of the fan club might do. Yeah, well, maybe say so. Brad, we don't have a president. <laughs> what we is have it? A She's queen. the queen. Oh, the queen. queen. I'm sorry. You know, it's just my American influence. There right. you go. Hey, we all have it. <laughs> it's because he's reading that God bless the USA Bible. That's the problem. Um, just got oh, it. I was thinking through. You know, we can talk about this later. We can talk about this now. But I was thinking, like, you know, with some podcasts that get real popular, 
they start their own like message board type situation. Oh yeah. And it's kind of like for members only, like they've been doing it through the, like the discord is like this thing that's like starting to gain traction okay. online. I don't know if is you that have like to, Reddit or something. I, it's kind of like that, but it's like for podcasting. And I don't know if you have to be a member or if you have to like pay, I, I don't know how that works, but that could be like, I'm going to look into that. I was about to say as the producer, you should definitely look into that. I'm going to look and, into yeah. that and see, because that would be a great place to, to, you know, post lists of things like that. I books mean, and, music. Yeah. and our fan base has definitely gotten large enough to justify such a thing. <laughs> for to sure. justify a Discord message board for <laughs> Shades Midweek. I definitely think so. Yeah. I think the queen of the That's fan cool. club could like moderate that. That's true. I got it. <laughs> Little do you know, there's She's already there's already a separate website for <laughs> Shades Midweek. Yes. <laughs> It'll pair nicely with Grant Primo's uh Midweek breakdown podcast about the oh, yeah. midweek podcast. <laughs> right, right. Oh, jeez. So anyway, well, well, thanks, Kenny. We'll we'll get that. Uh, we'll we'll update you as we look more into that and see how we can do that. But I guess at the beginning we could just email him a list, but then that would require us to go back through every single episode that we've done. Again, sounds like <laughs> something that the queen of the fan. Club, I'm just I kidding. have so much time on my hands. <laughs> like I'll do it. I kind of want it for myself. <laughs> well, would you like to introduce the next segment? If I knew what it was, I'd be on it. You can pick. Oh, is it Jam's album of the week? Jam's album of the week. I love this. This is Gosh. so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> What if she like hated that we were do that we were right. asking her to introduce each <laughs> segment? Like she, I was like, I'll take over all of you, them. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So several, I guess, like maybe a month ago, several weeks ago, I went on a streak of only ambient music for a while. It was like a lot of ambient music, a lot of Brian Eno. Yeah, and naturally, you're just so out of character for you. So we're going back to ambient land. Uh, have you guys heard of this band, <laughs> Hammock? I, I have not. I know what a hammock is. I actually have. You have? Have you listened to them before? Yeah. It's great. Hammock is an American two-member ambient post-rock band from Nashville, Tennessee. Two-member? Two-member. Uh, I think they have done some live store, but most of the stuff they do is recorded um, and just released as projects. And one little tidbit about the members well one of the guys name is andrew thompson with a p not to be confused so with close. our andrew thompson uh the other guy is a dude that goes by the name of mark bird and mark bird is significant in christian circles for a few reasons because he co-wrote the song god of wonders Whoa. Yeah, wow. you remember that song? God yeah. of Wonders, we yeah. are a galaxy. Third Day covered that at one point. So he he wow. he was a co-writer on that song, and he has this amazing ambient band called Hammock, and I've been listening to them for a while. They had an album that they put out last year um, that is titled The Longest Year, <laughs> 2020. Um, <laughs> I think they did that on purpose. Uh, but here's a little sampling, what they sound like. So they use like lots of amp atmospheric guitars and they've really been using orchestral elements a lot lately too with some of their most recent records. But that's pretty much wow. the whole album is just that. Sage, um, what are your thoughts? 
I like it. Oh, that's awesome. Deep thoughts over here. <laughs> it gets more intense. Oh, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Kind of feels like a hidden life a little bit. Yeah, it does. Like a Terrence Malick film. Mm-hmm. Like I can just picture like narration over the top of this that's like really eloquent and poetic. I, I do feel like I'm getting a little anxious. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I have I just reached the top of a mountain well, that without song, playing. That song is called The Longest Year, so I think they were definitely trying to do something there. But yeah, yep. go check that out. Hammock. They have a lot of albums, so if you're into doing work or studying or writing, whatever it is that you do, and you need instrumental music, um, you, you can listen to them. accidentally turn on another track? I did. <laughs> just go Just leave it on the I whole like time. It. Leave it on for the whole episode. But yeah, Hammock, check it out. Very cool. Very cool. Well. Sage. Sage. <laughs> it's time for Bradford's Book Club. Hey. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Bradford's <laughs> Book Club. Today, I'm really excited about a book, the book that I'm recommending. It is a book by an author, pastor, called Timothy Keller. Have you all heard of this Timothy Keller before? I don't know who that is. A new guy? But that's what it says on the... New on the scene. New on the scene, huh? Young and upcoming guy. The New York Times bestselling author. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how, we're just happening? being guys. We know who Tim Keller is. All right, we're being yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's freaking out. Well, it says also that it's sold over two hundred fifty thousand copies. You know how many copies it has to sell to be a New York Times bestseller? I don't know. Sage, I have absolutely no idea. Me neither. I was Lots. hoping you might at know, least two hundred fifty thousand. Yes, but the book is titled Keller's written a few books. So this book is titled The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness, The Path to True Christian Joy. And this book is only, let's see, 50 pages. So I mean- Quick read. Yeah, you could read this thing on the commode, no doubt. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And- Thanks for that. Anytime I get a chance to say commode instead of toilet, I always jump uh, at the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I That's do a too. Fun fact that. about That's me. what my dad used to call it, the yeah. commode. And so <laughs> I say it around Ashley. She's like, don't, don't call it that. That's not I'm like that. Well, that's what it is. It always, it, it never fails to get a reaction. Yeah. 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 So I'll just read a little bit from the back cover, but the back cover says, what are the marks of a supernaturally changed heart? This is one of the questions the Apostle Paul addresses as he writes to the church in Corinth. He's not after some superficial outward tinkering, but instead a deep-rooted, life-altering change that takes place on the inside. In an age where pleasing people, puffing up your ego, and building your resume are seen as the methods to make it, the Apostle Paul calls us to find true rest in blessed self-forgetfulness. That's good. In this short and punchy book, I don't know if I've, I guess I've heard a book described as punchy, 
Best-selling author, once again, best-selling, Tim, Timothy Keller shows that gospel humility means we can stop connecting every experience, every conversation with ourselves, and can thus be free from self-condemnation. A truly gospel humble person is not a self-hating person or a self-loving person, but a self-forgetful person. This freedom can be yours. That reminds me of a book that I'm working on. I'm just kidding. I was trying to say something in direct. I was like, oh, context. this is news to me. No, I was trying to say something, and he's like, he's like talking about you don't have to make every conversation about you. So I wanted to immediately make it about myself. <laughs> uh, how to insert yourself in every conversation by Jonathan Hayes. Uh, but in all seriousness, I would highly encourage you to check out this book. It is a quick read, but it is profound, and it is packed with so many good insights so check it out timothy keller the freedom of self-forgetfulness nice any thoughts shades <laughs> sage i've legally changed my name shades <laughs> <week>. to shades. <laughs> no i was gonna ask to look at it after i oh, you had me at it's short oh, i can't do it now because i'll get distracted but yes yes do you like to read much i like to read but i don't and then when I when I do, I'm like, I love reading. I have that exact relationship with exercise. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it. it's common. Just don't do it. I but like I really I can relate do. to everyone right now. I've been reading a lot more recently. What what do you like to read? I'm well I'm about to finish a book, which is big for me. Okay. <laughs> called yeah. Blue Like Jazz. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. uh, okay. It's Donald not Miller. cool. Everybody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. He yeah, has, it was. It he was, has an interesting journey. You should Google him and look at what he's doing now, because okay. I think he's he's kind of like a Brad PR. You're, it's yeah. like a brand marketing guy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, for, for it's kind of. But but I, it's been a while since I read that book, but I remember enjoying it. Blew it blew up in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like it's a good one. Yeah, I I, I think that it's kind of memoir esque, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. like some of his experience in like college, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, well, since we're doing everything backwards and making Sage do everything, I figured we could have her interview the three of us. <laughs> no, I would. That'd be so no. fun. That'd be so maybe, maybe another episode. Maybe we'll do um, like, like a flip. Some sort <laughs> yeah. of flip. Well, Brad had a meet a member. Yes, yeah, that's true. JM's had one, too. I've had one, too. So. Oh, I totally knew that. I've heard every episode. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Sage. Yeah. Well, the real reason we've brought Sage here is for... And meet a member. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> Brad, you, Brad, just looks, Brad looks miserable right now. I don't know why. Do you love the fact that you're learning we actually have to sit through these playing every yeah, time? I love the boredom on everyone's face except mine. I'm like over here dancing. Yeah. I will say, when I first heard the book club jingle, I was like snort laughing in my car it got me which like then again i snort laugh every time i laugh but that one was my favorite it's you did so great. it's so good to have you here we 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 I'm love happy. you at shades midweek you're you've been like probably the earliest fan of the show i feel like i think i started when it yeah. started yeah, yeah it's amazing so we're just happy to finally bring you in here this is well overdue i would say absolutely so to get us started i mean i bet you don't know what's coming but uh, no clue yeah but if you could just maybe tell us a little bit about how you grew up where you're from 
All that. Explain yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here? No pressure. (laughs) I am from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, That's, yep, pretty exciting. Uh, (laughs) I've been all right. That is the full answer to (laughs) that question. I've been there. I Rendezvous bar- barbecue, you yeah, like that? Yeah, that that's not my favorite. Oh, really? Is there a better place? Yeah. My favorite is the commissary. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. That's awkward. That's <laughs> what that happens when John phone. Mark leaves his phone attached to the Bluetooth. That's the theme song for the commissary, if you don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, that's best barbecue in Memphis. I'll say it. Okay. I can't okay, eat yeah. barbecue here because I'm really full of myself about like oh, wow. Memphis, yeah. and I like, won't eat it here. I feel which like is that's dumb. a normal thing with people in barbecue. Yeah, I don't know why. Because, like, really, do I care that much? No. I won't eat brisket here because mm. I, I was born in Texas. My family's all from Texas, and so yeah, I'm a See, I'm a brisket like, snob. I feel like Memphis people and Texas people aren't supposed to like each other because of their differences on barbecue takes. But mm. I've never been to Texas, so I don't know. <laughs> I only lived there till I was two, so we can still okay, be friends. So it doesn't count. Yeah, okay, All right, cool. So, friends. So so far we know <laughs> you're well, from you're from Memphis. You yes. should definitely try a barbecue restaurant here at some point. Yeah, I think sure. I I've been somewhere recently, but go I don't to, remember where. Go to Sauce. It didn't blow my mind. Yeah. Go to Sauce. Okay. As okay. everyone can tell, we're going to make rapid progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're, we're zeroing in on every single detail. That's terrifying. Today. <laughs> okay. Well, came to Birmingham uh, for Stanford. I just graduated. In May, with a bachelor's in science of math. <laughs> I said the words wrong, but they did math for four years. <laughs> and now it's on paper. Listen, I do numbers, okay? <laughs> yeah, words, not easy. Numbers, fine. Um, but yeah, started coming to Shades my freshman year at Sanford. A friend told me about it, I think. Um, it was like the second church I visited. And then I was like, I, I loved it. Honestly, I first thought was like, wow, that was a long sermon. <laughs> but I Brad I, was preaching that Sunday. Something yeah. something just resonated. I loved the worship. I felt very at home. Um, and then was like, well, I guess I'm supposed to visit other places. Like they say to go to several, you know, church visiting, whatever. Church shopping, um, yeah. Church shopping. We there was an episode. I almost said we had an episode. <laughs> You should. You can. You can. You can say we. That's fine. But I'm uh, perfect. But uh, yeah, when I went to other places, I was just like, well, I wonder what they're doing at Shades this week. So <laughs> I just stayed. I think I joined my sophomore year um, and all my roommates went or my current roommates go. So. Okay. Yeah. Who now, are those current roommates? Do any of them deserve shout outs? I live with Bailey Vargo and Caitlin Pippins. They both are members here. Uh, Caitlin does a live stream. Yes. Bailey often does children's check-in. Basically, we run the play. <laughs> yeah, you're on slides. Wow. I mean, yeah. We joke about it when all three of us are doing it. We're like, what should we put on the screens today? <laughs> you can literally do so anything. So much power. So much power. Drunk on power over here. Now, yeah. did you grow up going to church? Is Shades like yeah. the church that no. you grew up going to? Okay. No. So I, yeah. So my parents became believers um, when I was like two, I think. I was very small. So I was raised by new believers. Which I only realized recently, and I have no idea like what effect that had on my life. I just know that that's a fact. Tell us what it was um, like as a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I noticed a change in my parents. <laughs> no, um, I we went to a couple different churches when I was growing up. The one um, that, as far as I know, like was everyone's favorite, just stopped existing financially. Um, and I was little when we went there, but I remember my parents loving that church. Don't know much about it. I was a child. 
Mm. But um, we went there for a while, went to an evangelical church for a while, and then a big, very big Baptist church for a long time. My parents are still there. Um, so Shades is very different from that. Um, definitely more for me at Shades. I like the smaller community and just like, yeah, I won't go far into it because I don't want to just like say bad things because it's a good church and good things happen sure, there. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. not for me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> so you grew up there within the church. Uh, what what uh, do you remember about like your knowledge of Jesus and like coming to what was your faith journey? What has that been like? Yeah. So, I mean, I've like known I, I was raised in the church. So right, right, I, right. I've known about Jesus my whole life. And I there was not like a specific moment sure. where it's like, I'm a Christian now. I remember like in fifth grade, I did what I thought was like pray the prayer. Um, I was afraid to go to hell. Like little 10 year old Sage was like, <laughs> ah, flames. So <laughs> right, right, right. I was like, I'll do this now. And then like, there's like church camp and like all of those like Jesus highs you get on where like I was saved, I was baptized. And then it wasn't until like senior year of high school, freshman year of college that it probably became my own faith and not what was being thrown at me through church. I went to a Christian school, like all of my friends are Christians. Um, But yeah, it was like, so I guess when I actually became a legal adult. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I I became a legal Christian as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the eyes of the law. (laughs) Yes. In the eyes of the law, an adult and also a Christian. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So how would you describe teenage Sage? Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. There was, there was like so many different phases. One, the one I'm least proud of was a very like holier than thou I carried my Bible from class to class and like before class started would be reading it, which is a good thing. But I was just like, I'm a good Christian and I don't drink. And now were you in a public school? No, private Christian school. That's right. You paid attention, Brad. She said that. (laughs) I know. I just, you carrying a Bible around in public school. I just wanted that to be true so badly. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a big study Bible too. So I was like carrying this brick from class to class unnecessarily just. Like the Bible we have at the pulpit, just massive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Just like that one. (laughs) Yeah, but just kind of like I thought myself better than everybody else because I didn't do things that they did, which like I think I'll probably struggle with that my whole life. I don't know how people don't. But so there was that teenage sage that was just kind of annoying because I was a giddy giddy. I was an athlete for a while. I thought I would go into the WNBA. (laughs) I was not good at basketball. This is fantastic. It's because I was this tall in middle school. So I was like. I'm so. So good you at were this. dominating, probably. I point. wasn't though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the score would be like eight to six, and we won. And I'm like, oh yeah, my basketball. Feature. Maybe good defense though. Maybe. Wow. I don't, I don't even remember. I wasn't aggressive. I was like afraid to hit people. How, how tall <laughs> well, are that's you? That's good because you're five not eight. supposed to hit people in basketball. Right, right, right. Five eight. But when you were five eight in middle school, you felt like ah. Oh, I was a giant. I'm I'm taller than all the guys. I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, You're like I'm gonna be like seven feet tall. Yeah. Never grew again. No one in my family is seven feet tall. Like I, it wouldn't I, make sense. I can relate to a certain extent. I I'm six feet tall, and I hit six feet at the end of eighth grade. I was yeah. the tallest wow. kid on my basketball team. And yes, I'm making it all about myself. Did you, you think you were going to the NBA? No. I thought that's what you were whispering to John Mark. Like, look at him turning the conversation to himself. No, I had to burp, and so I covered my mouth. <laughs> Brad's passing me the Tim Keller book right now. The, 
Um, <laughs> no, no. But what I was saying was, my dad is six five, and so okay. I thought I was like, oh, I've got a future in basketball. I'm going to be huge. I never grew again. Yeah. That, <laughs> Did like, you play on the school out. team in middle school and high school? Just in middle school. So I played for five years, but I started in third grade. So like, <laughs> I, re- I really wasn't good. Volleyball was my thing all through high school. Oh, nice. Played competitive and for school. Like I wasn't bad, but I just like my life was being an athlete mm-hmm. and carrying my Bible around all the time and like running the Bible study at church and all that stuff. So like very normal, raised in the Bible belt growing up. Like, mm. not super exciting. I was thinking about that with this podcast. I was like, my story's pretty not exciting. So, it's... <laughs> that's it's, not true. It's not super unique, which is... A, there's good in that, but that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been enthralled so far with your dreams of the WNBA. <laughs> that's just... I was a weird kid. <laughs> and I, like, legitimately thought I could do it. But yeah. I like that self-belief. Mm. Like, I was like, I can do anything. But also... Being good at basketball would have been necessary, and I wasn't. <laughs> so you said that your faith like started to become your own kind of senior year of high school, freshman year of college. Uh, what was that part of your journey like? Like, is there are there specific things that come to mind? Yeah. So I was actually thinking about this this morning. So I was like, oh, what am I going to say? <laughs> but um, and I thought it was always just freshman year of college, but I realized today it goes back to senior year of high school because. It kind of hit me then, like, with a lot of the friendships that I had. Like, I don't tell the people that I love that I love them. And I just, the value of that, I don't remember why, but that just became really big for me. Mm. Um, So that was kind of the start of it. That happened senior year. And then freshman year at Samford, there was actually someone I went to middle school with killed himself. Mm. Um, Mm. I hadn't talked to him since middle school. We weren't even, like, friends. I just, it, it hit me way harder than I ever would have imagined and so and he just had severe depression I had no idea I thought he had the coolest life like he was like tall good looking dude um and so like going through that and that grieving process really changed me and I leaned on the Lord like I never had before in my life I just like hadn't really gone through anything big and it was weird because I wasn't I I felt like I shouldn't have been directly affected so greatly because I, I barely knew this guy but there are so many people in my life that struggle with depression. And I was like, there could just be people I walk by on the street that are suicidal and I'll have no idea. And so that just, that goes back to the love thing of high school. I just wanted to love people well all the time. And like, whether that's walking down the street, like smiling at somebody or just like the people close to me be like, Hey, you mean the world to me. And I need you to know that. And so then all of that goes into, like, I was actually just, uh, reading first Corinthians 13 this morning just like I say that like I like sit down and read my bible every morning I feel like I should say That's it just we so happened that I did that today yes. but um just like love has been the central thing to me and I've just had to as I've grown I've realized that I cannot love anybody if I was not first loved by God and all of the things that we've all heard a thousand times but I just like have felt very empowered by Christ to send that love to other people and that's kind of like made my faith a lot stronger and translated into a lot of different areas of my life. Hmm. That's awesome. So that's so cool to hear about. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) (laughs) So what, uh, so you, as you transition, you come to Samford, uh, what makes you choose math? (laughs) Honestly, good question. So I did not expect to be a math major. 
I um like when I went through orientation because and stuff, clearly you were expecting to be in the WNBA by this point. Well, yeah, right? I thought I was student athlete forever. No, <laughs> um, by then that dream was long gone. <laughs> I thought I didn't have to declare a major yet at orientation, and then they were like, "Hey, what's your major?" And like I was supposed to have that, so I just said I had a, the idea of being a teacher. I was like, "Oh, okay, a secondary education." Like just threw that out, and they're like, "Oh, what subject are you? Is going to be your like second major?" And I was like, uh, math. <laughs> That's like actually what happened. And I, I like kind of liked math at that point and I was good at it in high school and like all growing up. So that's kind of why I did it. Um, cause it was just like a thing that I knew I could do. Um, and then like midway through freshman year was like, wow, I kind of hate all my classes except calculus and like would catch myself looking forward to going to like calc two class. And I don't understand this conversation. <laughs> it's so nerdy. Like it's so weird and no one can relate to it. So everybody's just like, yeah, okay. Conversation killer. Oh, calculus. Like, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's nice. What else do you do? But yeah, I just like, I realized when I got into those, I say upper level, but it's like the lowest college level math there is. Right, sure. That I was like, I really like this. And then I, looked at the curriculum for the education part of my major and was like, that all looks really boring. So I dropped the education part and just studied math. Um, and I just liked it more and more. The more I studied it, I'm actually going to grad school for it now, starting in August. Where, so, where are you headed to grad school? UAB. So, so I'll be hey, here. Sticking around. So yes. everybody hey. should be my friend now that I've been on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's awesome. So going to grad school for math. So I'm, I'm asking because I legitimately don't know what does someone do after grad school for math? Boy, if I knew. <laughs> <laughs> so I still I still do want to be a teacher. Okay. Um, and everybody thinks that I want to be a professor because I'm going to grad school, but I actually want to teach high school. Um, and I'm going master's degree, not the full PhD. That sounds terrible to me. <laughs> like, I love math, but yeah. I don't want a PhD. Um, so for me, my answer is easy because I'm like, yeah, I'll, I want to teach. I just want to learn more math first. What other people do, I have no clue. People always ask me that, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just yeah. work some calc problems and then teach them to people. So, yeah, I was going to, because I'm so dumb, I don't know how to ask this question. <laughs> like, is there a type of math <laughs> that you're interested in? So, this is a, a discipline. I'm like, I'm not. Brad, math, math, math your... has to do with numbers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, aren't there like different kinds? No, yeah, I'm not yeah. like far along enough yet to know what branch of math I branch. really want to study more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field, yeah, branch. Been, I'll probably been, say stuff wrong. That would have been great. I went yeah. to a small school with a small math department. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all I, I know like at UAB, there's a pure math and an applied math like r- routes you can take, and I'm going pure math. When it gets applied, I don't like it as much. So like the abstract, like why does this, why do I have to learn this? Like that's the stuff that I like to do. Right, right. So there's that, and then like within that, I took number theory uh, this past semester, and I loved that. That's a whole branch of math. Um, I love really nothing is top calculus for me because I just mm-hmm. love working problems. I think like I'm not OCD, but something happens to me, and I get OCD about working the problem, and it all has to be neat. And it's like it's so nerdy. It's like it's beautiful to me the way the problem works out, and I just I it brings me so much joy. <laughs> Until I can't figure it out, and then I'm just—I like don't know crying. why my mind just went to like Goodwill Hunting, and you're on this huge chalkboard <laughs> yeah. just not writing even close all to these that. connections. I could never do that. Oh, all right, I'm, I'm gonna, like two plus two. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, 
and ask, do you have any math heroes? Are there any mathematicians? <laughs> yeah. I did love my advisor at Samford. Okay. You seen, um, you seen a beautiful mind? Well, I was thinking about, you, did you ever see that movie, The Imitation Game? I about did. About the oh, mathematician yeah. that worked, uh, it was like World War II. Yeah. I, I, What's his name? I cannot remember that guy's name. Anyways, did you see that? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch, but that's not He's him. a math hero of mine. Karen Knightley, wasn't she? No, no, no. Turing. 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 Al, Alan, 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 Alan Turing. Turing. Uh, the only reason I remember that is because he, so smart. He, yes. invents, <laughs> well, he invents the, the Turing machine, which is basically yes. the predecessor of the modern computer. Sage, this is a Sage, you are way too trying to connect. Sage, you're too intelligent. (laughs) I'm really not. The thing is, you're over here naming branches of math, and none of us know what you're talking about. I said one. So we're just like, we got to get to movies somehow. Let's get it to movies. I'm a bad math person to ask because I'm like, I, I know that I know them, but then off the top of my head, I'm like, no, I I mean, I like my advisor. Yeah, I didn't know if there were any like famous math people, so that's why I wanted. Well, there are lots. If you ask any other math student. They will be able to name 10. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really, the next time somebody asks you that question, I really want you to respond with Benedict Cumberbatch. I will. <laughs> In the imitation game. I honestly it's, will. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I did see that movie. I just do not remember the plot. Oh, yeah. I probably fell asleep. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good yeah. movie. If, if we were to throw out it's some, a true story. Like subtraction, addition, I would you be able not to just. Do it. Okay. <laughs> People do that like my one thousand and four hundred times. <laughs> Is it That's seven? what I was gonna do. She's a genius. <laughs> That'd be so cool if I had my calculator, but you guys just acted like I didn't. <laughs> You could go like viral What's your calculator? It. Well, that is that's actually my that's actually TI-85? a good question. Is that? TI eighty four plus silver edition? Okay, <laughs> that sounds. I've had it since eighth grade. Like that's not a cool really? thing. <laughs> yeah. Are they still using? Okay, like, that's real, what I, is that it not an be my app next now question. By this point, are you doing everything yeah. on computers or are do you have like physical calculators that right that you would use for so certain things? A lot that can be done on different kinds of programs on the computer that I don't know how to use. And I've like got into them a little bit in some of my classes. Sure. But like it's been so long now that if you put it in front of me, I would not remember how to do it. But I think more in grad school, I'll start doing that a lot. But I mean, the stuff that I like is like pen and paper, pencil, because I always mess up, but just like pen and paper, work it out. Right. So So you could use computer and then I opt not to. The literal (laughs) movies where the person is standing in front of a giant chalkboard and there's just numbers. That's what you like to do. Mine all ends in question marks. (laughs) What am I doing? There's no answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe in two years when I have the master's degree, I'll have more impressive math things to say. I'll have more answers. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, So... To, to backtrack just a little bit about when you came to Shades. So, oh, actually, yeah. you know what? Before I ask what I was going to ask, I I think it's time for what Sage has probably been looking forward to the most. This today. is the reason I'm here. Sage, do you know what we're talking about? Oh, I have an idea. What, what would that be? Is it lightning round? Yes. Yes. <laughs> lightning round. Sage asked if her entire episode could be lightning round. Yeah, 2021. I said, I said my acceptance is conditional. It must be an hour of lightning round. So I don't know that it's going to be an hour, but... I hope not. We, uh, I think we, the jingle's an hour long, so... We did a... Uh, For quick answer questions, it is a long jingle. We can't... <laughs> one more time. 
and no. play the book club. <laughs> we, uh, we can do an extended uh, edition because we're we going to do an extended. Yeah, edition. we all came yeah. up with our own questions. Okay, well, I want to hear y'all's answers too. So what? That's <laughs> oh, not wow. how this game it's works. Like, these are like conversation starters for me. I'm in the car, like having a great time with lightning round. <laughs> All right, JM, you want to kick us off? How do you like your eggs? How do you like your eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Scrambled I like with mine. cheese and hot sauce. Ooh, very nice. I um, Poached like is my favorite. 95 years old. Poached? <laughs> yeah, poached makes me feel fancy, and I learned how to do it, and I do think it tastes the best, but like... Who in their right mind poaches an egg every morning? Can I can I confess real quick that I don't know what a poached egg is. Like I know it's worth is this like it a million some, times. Is this like a I math don't, thing? I don't even know like, how you make it. <laughs> how do you make how do you poach yeah. an egg? It is you boil water. I haven't done it in like a year, so I'm gonna say it wrong. And some mom is gonna be like, You don't know how to make poached eggs. <laughs> but you like boil water, adjust the temperature, whatever, but then basically you just crack the egg into the water, throw some vinegar in there. I think that helps the egg like not separate. But so it cooks in the hot water. It's basically, to me, it's frying an egg without it being fried. Because that's the unhealthy part, I guess. But gotcha. it just makes me feel fancy at restaurants when they ask how. And I say poached. Yeah, for but sure. But like, we really over need easy an all email. the way. We really need an email from a mom correcting <laughs> Sage's version I was of extremely eggs. offended. <laughs> I'm a very low standard. You can ask my roommates. All I eat is eggs. So, <laughs> What color is your toothbrush? White. What's your favorite 90s jam? I was born in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible question. I guarantee What's you your okay. favorite? I'm so hurt. I mean, okay, no. What's your favorite jam of the last five years? No, oh last gosh. 10 years. So, okay, I don't know the year of the music that I listen to. Okay, well, I love 90s music. Here's but what we need to do, though. She but, loves 90s music. But what, <laughs> but what Brad is trying to capture, the essence of the question is, when you were a teenager, what did you enjoy jamming to? Oh, well, that goes to back to, like, holier-than-thou sage, and I would okay. just listen to like, K-Love, our Christian radio station. Yeah. Yeah. So right, keep going. It was probably, like, Casting Crowns or mm. Yep, I'm specific song. Oh, I'm sorry was, about no, that. This is something, this is awful. <laughs> There's a... Um, there's a Mandiza song that's like Good Morning, oh, yeah. oh. the Good Morning song, and it's the most annoying thing I've ever heard. I feel like y'all have talked about it before. I can't remember, but I would jam to stuff like that. Well, I am curious. I am curious about like what what is some stuff that you like to listen to now? Because when you wrote in one time <laughs> oh, and no. you gave us some suggestions, I had never heard of those artists before. So what what do you like to listen to? And just from listening to those artists, they did not come from holier than thou teenage sage. <laughs> no, that's why I did send a follow up email because I sent y'all a Christmas album that is yes. like anti Christmas, but I was yeah. like, it's so beautiful to listen to. Uh-huh. But so I will say, none of my cool music comes from me. Other people show it to me. Like anything boring that I listen to, I found by myself. But um, right now I really like folk. I've been listening to John Prine a lot oh, recently. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Loving that. Uh, really in folk. I like rock. One of my favorite bands is Pine Grove. Yeah. Um, okay. You know Pine Grove. I know Pine Grove. Yeah. I've never listened to them a lot, but I know who they are. I will send you my favorite album. Please. Wow. Please do. Um, Give me them. a starting place. I love Slaughter Beach Dog. That's another like... Not, I guess that's been like two years now that I've listened to them, but okay. it feels new, which is like, I don't know if it's alt rock, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really, I'm not picky. I'll like most things. I don't listen to rap and I don't listen to a lot of pop, but pretty much everything else is fair game. John Prine is great. I love Angel from Montgomery. 
Yeah. Some great songs. I love 70s rock. That's some of my favorite stuff. The Almond yeah. Brothers Band. Me too. Almond Brothers, yeah. Eat a Peach is one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Excellent. That, I just made myself sound way cooler than I No, Almond Brothers cool. is great. I love it. Cool. All right. How do you like your coffee? Either black or with a little bit of cream. No flavors, though. All right. If there is a place that you could go to anywhere in the world, where would you go? New Zealand. I almost got to go like there. Do you like Lord of the Rings? She, she prepped I for do. this. Well, th- I've would, heard the would questions. You, would you go to all the Lord <laughs> of the Rings spots? I would go to um, the Shire, for yeah. sure. Um, I went to Sydney, Australia last January through Samford, and a group of my friends... Grace Ann Perry, she may have talked about it when she was on the podcast a while ago, but like her and a group of uh, some other people went to New Zealand before the study abroad trip started. Um. And I wasn't really friends with them yet. So I was like, ah, no, I'm not going to go. Like, what the heck's New Zealand? And then we get to Sydney, Australia, and I'm like, I could have gone to that island over there. Like, (laughs) So I've always been like, since then, I've just been kicking myself that I didn't go. So that's on my list for when we can travel and when I have money. Yeah. Going to New Zealand. You referencing your Sydney trip makes me want to ask you this question. Can you compose a haiku right now about what you're experiencing at this exact moment? I probably can't. <laughs> Is it what it, what's the, the order? It's five seven five. Okay. Oh, I gotta think about it. It's lightning round. Okay. I'm <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, yep. That's six syllables. <laughs> Is it did I say podcast is one syllable? Yes. Say podcast. <laughs> I'm on a podcast show. I'm That's more than five I syllables. Am, I am on a podcast. No, if you go, I am on a podcast. Yeah, because podcast is one word, right? It's not it words. It's not words. It's syllables. Oh, it's syllables. Sorry. Yeah. Like on a podcast. Yes, that's five. Show. <laughs> Four on fingers in the pod- air for the people that don't on speak. On a podcast <laughs> show. I'm yeah, on, on a podcast, podcast show. All right, there See, we go. I on a podcast show. I can't show. make a haiku. And then seven. Uh-huh. On a podcast okay. show. Drinking a LaCroix lemon. Lemon. Jello. (laughs) Just saying words to like make it fill. On a podcast show, drinking a LaCroix lemon. What's the, is it five? five? Then you could say the same thing. Right? (laughs) That would be boring. Don't phone it in. Still on podcast now. (laughs) I'm sorry to everybody that had to listen to me. That's that's great. That's fantastic. You guys know I do math. Okay. You know I can't do words. What Here's is one a, thing no, on your bucket list that nobody else would put on theirs? Oh, gosh. I just think they're all such fun things. I really want to milk a cow. <laughs> I'd say that's a good answer. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Y'all don't want to milk a cow? <laughs> I don't think so. I've never had the urge. I've I've got a long bucket list of things like that. All right. What's Did, one What's one of the best concerts? <laughs> what? Were you... Well, what, Brad? Okay. I oh. cut Brad off just a second ago, and then you just cut him just off. Sorry, we're going to start oh, pointing hurts. to each other. Just, let's had, just, just had some in my throat. Let's just either point or put your hand up or something. Okay. What's one of the best concerts you've ever seen? Ooh. So, like, when I think about concerts, I say there's the best experience, like the most fun I had, and then there's the best music. Yes. Which I had the most fun at a 21 Pilots concert in high school. Okay. But, like, I don't listen to them anymore. And I was like, musically, not the best I've heard. But I had a fun time. Musically, probably the Slaughter Beach Dog con- uh, concert I went to right before COVID. I think that's still the last concert I've been to yeah. over a year ago. I have never heard of this band. 
Slaughter They're Beach cool. Dog. They I'm, have a song called Jonathan. I'm intrigued by this name. I'm looking it up. <laughs> I almost right sent now. it to you because that's your name. Looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> Applicable. I see, I see the connection. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brad had his hand up for I 20 minutes. I was raising my hand. He did. Okay, so this question is any advice for your previous boss? And this question just made me realize that these are questions for a job interview that I'm looking at right now on my computer. <laughs> advice for my previous boss. But I boss. feel like that's a good random question. Um I would say who, Wait, who where was your who would be your previous boss? So I well I'm not going to name drop him. We would like <laughs> their first it. last name and social security number. I I worked at Taco Mama. For like, oh. it felt like an eternity, but Which it was one? about a month. The one in uh, Hoover. Yeah, I had a frequent customer over here. Jonathan <laughs> came in when I was working. Oh, the quite one in Hoover. Bit. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, that's like close to where I live. Fairly my, new one. My, my, my wife yeah, loves. Tell taco. us how Jonathan tipped. Yeah. <laughs> my, oh my, <laughs> my wife loves some taco mama, so I, I was sent on occasion. Yeah, I, I still, mama. I never got sick of it, even when I. No. Well, what's your it favorite thing shift? to get there? Oh, yeah, what do you get? So I either do a build your own bowl. Yeah. Or I do a steak quesadilla. Mm. Always go steak with the meat there. They have oh, huge yeah. quesadillas. The quesadillas are Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I like to split them between two people. Yeah. I love the nachos. I love to build my own nachos. See, that is... When I worked there, I would always say that's the worst order. Why? <laughs> it's so huge. Well, we had someone come and then they're like, I want all the toppings. Right. And I was like, no, you don't. Like, you don't understand. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't so do that. So you bring out that's... the plate and then they can't eat it. It's just like a personal, I don't eat nachos, so. Okay. But I'm glad that you enjoy them. It's one of my favorite restaurants. I do enjoy them. I don't get all the toppings. That would be overkill. Who would do that? <laughs> like, I mean, who would do that? serial killer would do that? I don't, I don't know, JM. You did just tell Brad and I yesterday about a sandwich where oh, you right. got oh. all the toppings. Have you ever been to the garage in downtown Birmingham? I have. What uh, have you ever places? gotten the sandwich? Oh, yeah. All right, One of have, the best sandwiches in Birmingham. They have oh, they're a, so good. It's so good, and they have a so sandwich good. where they put everything on the menu on it. It's but called all like, the meat and everything. I forget. Everything. I, even, I forget what it's called. Yeah, what kind Every, of cereal killer would all get the, this sandwich? All the meat, but the tuna. They don't put that on there because that would be gross. That'd be, yeah, that. That'd be weird. But they put all the cheeses on there and everything. And so I think the only all thing all the cheeses. I think the only thing I asked them, I said, I just don't want any mushrooms and I don't want any olives. But you can do everything else is fine. So there was jalapenos on there, was all it the sauces. Giant? It was huge. It was like two halves, like this big. I love the idea of going there so and just living large. Because like the yeah. vibe in yeah. there is so weird. Yes. Yeah. It maybe it just feels weird. Okay, you all get it too. Feels I feel like it's worse for me because I go in and it's all like old men. But like it's grandma. different. It's no. different all <laughs> like the time. Sixty, like. <laughs> to be fair, I feel weird too. So okay. you're not alone. Yes. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Tony who was working there when we went on Saturday. Tony's a good guy. Oh yeah, Tony's Pro- a, probably is never going to listen to the show. Listener. I love That's the staff I was there. About. But, but Tony, so nice. Tony really took care of us. He was really nice. So there you go. Okay, I got a question. <laughs> oh, I also I oh, never, you never answered, answered the question. Last question. Yeah, go ahead. Answer the. What's your I was answer? just gonna say. Oh gosh, I don't know because now I like revealed. The location of yeah. where you can, you, you I can, can look you can this up. It. You can leave it. You don't have to unless answer. you want to answer it. I'll just say, "Be nice." <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. Okay, what was the last thing you watched on TV, and why did you choose to watch it? Oh, the last thing I watched. I don't know what came more recently. It was either Lilo and Stitch the series, because I often watch that while I fold my laundry, <laughs> or um, my, I just watched. My wife can do Stitch's voice. 
That's so impressive. Yeah, it's it's creepy is what it is. Next time I see her, I'm just going to be like, do the voice. She'll be like, who are you? <laughs> Can but, you uh, do that hand movement too when you ask her? <laughs> do the voice. Was, I, okay. was that a robot I thing was, or was, what were you thinking? I don't know. I so wish that's, this was a video cause, podcast. Cause I was just that's not, it has nothing this. to do with Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It? That's just what I do. <laughs> I was just telling my roommates before I left. I was like, we need like a video version because like, I'm bad at words. And I use my hands and my face when I talk. And like I make weird noises and I snort when I laugh and like all this stuff. For those but, wanting like, to I know do what this the hand the motion was, imagine a robot, a robot. doing karate chop motions. <laughs> a, a robot, That's how I'm going to walk up A robot to doing the robot dance, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Very rigid. I, I, do, the, I, I do things. <laughs> right. Are yes, you, anyway. So Lilo and Stitch. So you're yeah. a big Lilo and Stitch, Stitch? fan. No. Have you been to Disney World? <laughs> I've been to Disney World. Did I don't you meet love Stitch? It. No, I just like I didn't watch it Got growing a Disney up. Disney shirt on, Disney it's, World shirt. Wow, because oh, we wow. went last year. Yeah, <laughs> and it made me think we met Stitch. That was one of the characters oh, we stood fun. in line for with the uh, with the kids. May I preface that it wasn't just me meeting Stitch. That'd be but fine. There was a gentleman in front of us that uh, he had to have been in his late forties. And he was in line with his family, and he got up there to meet Stitch, you know, and it's... Uh, anyways, he pulled his shirt up, and he had a no. Stitch tattoo. I mean, yeah, cool. On his arm. <laughs> and he got a picture and got Stitch's autograph. Well, there... Be, and I'm there telling you, the magic. What the if magic, I just, like, reveal the Stitch tattoo on myself? The magic of Disney. Oh. No, I never... I'm not, like, a diehard fan. I don't know. Something <laughs> happened in quarantine, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this now. And I now I watch it when I do laundry. Oh. But and I was gonna say it's either that or I started Wandavision two nights ago oh, yeah, and man. finished it the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was weird. It, it is. I I think the show is better when you binge it. I think that about every show, but, but that's well, just because I binge every show. Well, the, so a lot of the f- initial feedback on Wandavision because the first two episodes are done in like the style of a fifties and then sixties yeah, sitcom. A lot of cool. people were like. Oh, it was slow and blah, blah, because they had to wait a full week for the next episode. But when you get yeah. to binge it, like you get to see how they're developing it really quickly and all that. So, all right, this all is right. my last question. How many pennies would fit into this room? <laughs> oh, I'm so bad at this game. You eat math! I know. It's like, Sage, it's the worst. I'm the we worst. We don't know math the correct person. answer. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because, totally like, do. this is not a quantifiable. We don't have the results. Oh, so, bad. so, it doesn't matter. My gut reaction is always like, either way under or over like you said that and i was like probably a thousand but like that would fit in my hands so then i'm like i don't know a billion but then who knows i don't think a thousand pennies would fit in your hand right no. With two hands <laughs> no, no no a thousand a thousand i don't know you could probably get close <laughs> This is why she was gonna play. She was gonna play in the WNBA. You have no idea how big her hands are. It's a hard game. This is what I'm saying. If you were gonna put a number for the room, what would you? What would you put? I'm gonna say eight hundred million. Okay, that sounds right. That's correct. Actually, I have no idea of like what quantity that would be. All right, what Disney villain would you want to play in a live action remake? Okay, because it's lightning round, my gut reaction is never true. But I was just like, oh, Cruella DeVille, because she was the first one in my head. Right. Very but popular, I love very puppies. Right like, <laughs> hello? That's Have you insane. seen the Cruella movie? I haven't seen it yet. No. Is it Emma Stone? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It just came out. Like, I think you have to pay to see it right now, like Premiere Access stuff. But. Gross. So. <laughs> but I think it'd be fun. Um, who's the bad guy in Monsters, Inc.? 
What's his Rand- name? No, 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 not Rand- not Randall, but um, like the octopus Mr. man. Slug- nope, nope, Mr. Mr. Slug. I was gonna say Slughorn. Um, is that right? Whatever the guy in charge's name is, I, I think he'd be fun. Monsters Inc. Uh, out of all the Pixar movies, that's the one that I haven't seen as much as like the rest oh, of them. But you've seen it. Yeah, we've okay. seen it. We've watched it with the kids. But we've seen like the Cars was really a favorite of Moses and Zion. We've seen that a bunch. So good. Wally, Ratatouille. We've seen those a ton. But okay, did you? I have a question. Did you answer? Okay. Question? okay. <laughs> Describe the color yellow to someone who is blind. Okay. Imagine manifesting the feeling of laughter. There you go. I think that wow. was it. Dude, she just kicked your Correct. tail. Correct. Wow. I don't even think that was a competition, but she won it. Okay, have you yellow been asked is, that before? I, I mean, have not. What? Yellow is near the and dear to my heart. coming in strong. I just, I really love the color yellow. It just makes, it makes my day wow. better. that was really good. Just so everybody knows, Water News. Mr. Water News. Oh, yes. No, I would be it. Mr. Water News. <laughs> I just looked it up. So, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? <laughs> my brain just went to poop. Uh, like, did you wait, eat poop? I guarantee you I did as a child. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is why I have to like you like see me back up a little bit here. every question because I'm like, I'm gonna say something like that every time. Do you have a favorite animal? Giraffes. If you owned a <laughs> or bears. I love bears too. If you owned a yacht, what would you name it? Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of apocalypse are you most prepared to survive? Zombie, robot, or natural disaster? Robot. Facebook. Clearly, ins- she is the most. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. Okay. I think about this every time you ask it because yeah. I just don't know. Uh huh. So I'm not on Twitter or TikTok. All right. So those are gone. I want to say I like Instagram better than Facebook, but currently I only have a Facebook. Oh. But I think the content is not as good as Instagram. If I could just choose none, I think that's the best way go. for yeah, me yeah. to go. That's probably the best answer we've had to that one before. What's your yeah, weapon of choice? A sword. <laughs> oh, All right, this is my last question. If you could do a cannonball into any liquid besides water, what would you choose? Is pudding a liquid? Sure. Pudding. <laughs> As a youth pastor, I did make children, bo- children, youth, I made youth students bob for apples and chocolate pudding. It's, it's true. That was a game we played. <laughs> Jonathan's a lawyer. He did not make. He kindly requested, Your Honor. You can't say made. <laughs> All right. Okay, I got one more. Okay, go. A penguin walks into this room right now wearing a tie-dye t-shirt. What does it say? What's up, guys? <laughs> That's what a person would say. All right. She also did like a hang ten sign, but penguins don't have fingers, so I don't think they he would, would be just able to like make My first thought was chilling. All right. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. Very good. Do you know what xanthophobia is? Do I know? No, I don't know. Take a guess. guess. What is xanthophobia? I'm gonna say it's one of those ones where the word doesn't match at all, Mm -hmm. and it's Mm. the fear of thumbtacks. Okay. I thought you were going to get it right. That'd be cool. It's xenophobia. The fear of the color yellow. No. Wow. (laughs) I tried to tie it in there. Something you don't have. That's why I didn't know. I just, it's unfathomable. What is your greatest phobia? Ladybugs. Is there an official name for that? Hold on, hold on. So if it's like either a ladybug can be on you 
or a snake can be on you. Okay, I would choose a snake. I'm a rational human being. But, like, I hate ladybugs. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I guess afraid is the wrong word. What was your last Halloween costume? <laughs> so maybe that's not the <laughs> So <answer>. maybe I <laughs> lied. <laughs> what was your last Halloween costume? Leia. Cake or pie? I'm just going to start going really fast. Pie. Favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, what's it called? Moose tracks. Say a word in Spanish. Hola. Do you believe in fate? No. Favorite number? 11. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes. What does a person need to be happy? Yellow. <laughs> I think that's where you call it. What's the best age? 22. Sourdough or wheat? Sourdough. Name one of the seven dwarves. Dopey. Would you want to live forever? Well, that's a, no. That's just, <laughs> like this? What's for, what's, for, what's for dinner tonight? Eggs. How many pull-ups can you do in a row? One fourth. Are reindeers real creatures? Yes. Say something in an a- Asian language. Mm, I can't. Do you respect Kanye West? Yeah. What's the fastest <laughs> speed you've ever driven in a car? 90. Godfather <laughs> or Star Wars? Star Wars. Do you like the word dapper? Yeah. Big dogs or small dogs? Big dogs. How many hours of sleep do you need? Nine. Say good day, mate, in an Australian accent. Good eye, mate. How often is it healthy to cry? <laughs> Oh, however often you need to. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? <laughs> I don't know why my gut reaction was, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you know how to salsa dance? No. How many cups cool. of coffee do you drink per day? One. What's your ideal outside temperature? 73. Favorite type of muffin? Blueberry. Giving presents or getting presents? Getting. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Do you like the smell of gasoline? Kind of. Have you ever tasted soap? Yeah. What number am I thinking of right now? 77. Wrong, seven. All right, that was good. Was it really seven? It was seven. It's so cool. close. It's just the number you were thinking of times her favorite number. How much wow. time very, just passed? Very, I was sweating that yeah. whole time. That was amazing. That was really impressive. I love the fact Seriously. the only two questions you even remotely paused on were Star Wars or Godfather and then the question about muffins. That was it. Everything else That's was like, it. So I was trying to go fast but also be honest and my yeah. my immediate answer is always, I'm like, that. when I play this in the car when I'm listening, I like say it out loud to myself and then I'm like, that's a lie. Wow. That was really good. Well, just so everybody knows, that's that's how you do it. That's yeah. That was terrifying. Best lightning round. Best that, lightning I, round. I was for scared. Sure. I didn't know what was I was so about long. to say next. I just I was just going through Google like, okay, what's next? What's next? So, it was intense, man. Wow. That was good. Verbal, that was a good time. Wow. What a moment. What a moment. Oh, we're, we're, it's never getting better. I don't know now. where we go from there, yeah, but we? uh well just to close us out or get close to closing us out, we can do whatever. I don't know. Maybe I want to talk for another hour. Um but I was just going to ask you, before we got to the most amazing lightning round of all time, uh, I was just going to ask you, so your freshman year is when you ended up at Shades. Yes. And uh, you may have said this, like, how did you find Shades? Did I th- somebody just invite you or? Yeah, I think that's what happened. I feel like a friend of mine was like, come with me. But I also feel like the first time I came, I was alone. I don't know. I got a bad memory. <laughs> but um, Do you remember what made you stay? I mean, I mean, how you said like you were always yeah. wondering like, what are they doing over there? Yeah, the worship for me, mm. um, just because I can't sit and listen well because I'm very ADD. <laughs> ADD, and so it was though like the worship is what 
like really drew me in because I was like, wow, that was grand old time. And then <laughs> the more I came, the more I was like, oh, these sermons are really good too. And then I was like, wow, I like the people. And it just, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a, I really want the entire worship team to like have shirts now that say grand old time <laughs> come to shades grand old time it's the grand old time worship the band. grand old times <laughs> i kind of like that it's like everybody's it. just doing their own thing and like i am always are barefoot i'm always cool. curious yeah. you know with people that are newer what uh the first time that you ever experienced a body live service do oh yeah. You, do you have thoughts? any you have any thoughts about not, that? Did you feel uncomfortable? What was your, you what can was be, your feeling? You can be honest here. It's a safe space. So the first time Nobody's listening but the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The first time was like I was probably bored and I was like, dang, I could have slept in today. Just because I didn't <laughs> just because I didn't know anybody in the body. And so <laughs> like, that's I awful. I love the honesty. I will that say was, that I love it now. Yes. But it is like every time I bring someone to visit or something or a friend who like goes to another church, anything. Mm. Always it's, happens. It's Body Life or Green Springs. And I was like, okay, come back next week. There will be a sermon and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do the whole explanation. Like, okay, that's not what every Sunday is like. Yeah. Yeah. But no, now I will say I do love it. I feel like I should back it up with that. Have you, have you ever shared on a on Body Life? Note. No. Oh, it's coming. You're still here. It's yeah, I'm only like, a matter of time. I'm fearing the day broken. that I like feel it pressed on me that I'm supposed to go say something and um, I'll just be like, dang it. Are you, a, are you a member of any community group or anything like that? I went to the um, Elizabeth Kolakowski's oh, yeah. community group for a yeah. little bit, but it met the same night as Young Life. I'm a Young Life leader. Wow, that oh, didn't okay. come up until now. Well, um, that's, yeah. yeah, but it was young the same life. night, so I had to stop going to community group. So how'd you become a... Young life leader, why? Maybe not how. That process yeah. might not be too exciting. <laughs> well, <but> training. <laughs> yeah. um, so I started going to Young Life in high school. Um, my first impression of it was like people were just talking about it. And then someone was like, I hate Young Life. They just sing Wagon Wheel. And like <laughs> they eat donuts out of each other's mouths. And I was like, ew, I'm never going to that. And then somehow I went one day and it was like the most like free that I ever felt. I was like, mm. wow, I feel so myself here. And like just goofing around like singing free falling as loud as I can and <laughs> stuff like that and I really never got plugged in in high school I didn't have a young life leader um but I did did that my junior year we didn't have young life club my senior year but I went to sharp top for camp um and then I just knew I wanted to like stay involved with it because it was a place that I felt so myself and I just I love middle and high schoolers I'm very passionate about that age group um it's weird because I'm like, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> so I say that like I'm like a Don't lot older than that. I am. <laughs> yeah. You were but, very um, old to them. <laughs> it's weird. They're like stuff yes. they're into. It makes me feel old a lot of the time, which I don't like because I am 22. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's um, just going to get worse. Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you um, had a student say, I look like call you Mr. or Mrs. Not Mr. Yes. probably, but. <laughs> yeah, they call me Mr. Me. Sage all the time. Yeah. Someone was like, uh, Mr. Brown? And I was like, oh, God. You say, no. that's my father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, that has happened and that weirds me out. But anyway, <laughs> freshman year, um, it's like, I mean, it's not uncommon for Sanford students. Most people know what it is. So I knew. And I had friends older than me at Sanford. And one was like, oh, I do, Young Life. Like, you should totally do this. You would love it. And so went through training. And the more I learned about Young Life, the more I like really liked the ministry and I liked the way they go about sharing the gospel. And so I was like, yeah, I want to be part of this. And so 
I'm really glad I can stay in Birmingham because I can stick with the people right. that I've met and mm-hmm. like kind of become a mentor to. Yeah. Um, I was actually at camp last week, which I think we were talking about that earlier because then I was like, y'all gave me coronavirus, but <laughs> oh, they yeah, did yeah. not, by yeah. the way. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I'll get to like, my girls are going into high school. And so I'm like really excited that I get to stay in their lives during that transition. Yeah. They're probably going to listen to this. So oh, great. <laughs> I'll just say you guys are cool. <laughs> Well, is there anything else that you were hoping would happen on your midweek experience that hasn't happened? Is there anything else we need to do, we need to cover? Yeah, it's been a pretty full experience. We've had a great time. Yeah, we've had a great time, too. For the queen of the 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 fan fan club. club. Not president. We just want to make sure that that we hit all the highlights. I did have a random question. Um, Another one? Well, yeah, but it's not really lightning round. Um, So you grew up in the South your whole life. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't have like a southern accent at all. No. Does wow. anyone say that to it's, you? It's no. But okay. I've always this is I'm so glad you pointed it out. Yeah. I always thought this was a thing, but then I was like, maybe I'm making it up. My parents are both from the north. Uh, oh, um, so you were okay, well that's yeah. where it comes from then. Yeah, but they don't have northern accents really. Right. I think it's like the base. Like I feel like everybody thinks they don't have an accent, but so it feels like totally normal to me. But I don't remember a lot of my friends having southern accents either. Maybe Memphis yeah. doesn't you don't, don't have like a regional dialect. It's I kind of like wish very... I did because I feel like that'd be cool. Yeah, I can't. But be. no, I always figured it was because like, oh, well, my parents are from the north and like I live in the south, so it just like canceled out. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the more I avoid. I feel like the more rural you get, the thicker rural. the the local accents. Yeah, get. like because when you're in like a even when you're like in Birmingham, you know, mm. uh, it's such a metropolitan area where people are from all over the country. That you just kind of grow up hearing like a mixture of everything versus I I definitely grew up in the... In I was going to say, Jonathan, when sticks. you say an accent can change over time... It can, for and sure. And we might need to play some we definitely previous not. sermons we from Jonathan... Did you used to have we an accent? in Georgia. do not need to hear 18-year-old <laughs> Jonathan... All right, y'all. Open your Bibles, y'all. Well, <laughs> he's I want to hear it. Not, yeah. All right. That's crazy. All right. We're going to talk about uh, the, the Gospel of John. <laughs> He's not joking. It sounds I've, I've like heard it. the intro to a witness. rap song. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, anyway. Well, Jam, you got any other questions? Any other questions? I mean. I don't think air. so. Yeah. Dead air. Dead air. I don't think so. This is good. But we definitely need to, you know, you had mentioned before that you wanted to do an all lightning round episode. And I definitely think we should do that. We should schedule that. With you specifically, I yeah. would be so down. Like an hour long, <laughs> just an like hour what long. Y'all and just well, did. Yeah, what well, y'all just did. Do... It'll just be JM and well, Sage for well, an hour. We could do Fighting. the fast paced. I'm, he- I'm here for thing. that kind of content. We could do the fast paced thing, but then we could also do kind of the more. Hey, let's uh, explore some of these questions a little bit. Sage, I also feel you like know. we need a really cheap. <laughs> Polaroid picture of you in a tiara to put on the wall that just says queen. When you say cheap, do you want it to be like low quality or like <laughs> like kind of kind of out of focus? I, I can make this happen. <laughs> like it, just, it just says queen on it. That's just all it says. Well, you know, yeah, I, I said I mentioned this the other uh, a few episodes ago. I don't, maybe not on an episode, but before we recorded, where I was like, man, we totally missed the whole chance of like we should have had a Polaroid in the studio this whole time taking pictures of everyone we've oh, had on the show. Wow. We do that in our apartment. And hang that around 
the studio, so we do need to. We got to start that. Maybe we should point. start it's that. Really we're, we're just gonna have to go back to everybody that's been on. The we show. could. Yeah. We could. Pictures. We Easy. totally could. We're gonna yeah. make this happen. I think Polaroids are kind of expensive. They're now, so you know, expensive. They are. Yeah, you go into Urban Outfitters. They're we, like it's five hundred dollars for Lobby ten pictures. Them. Like we have one. Here at Shades, we definitely have. Oh yeah, we had we one do. for uh, Christmas film. Spectacular. Yeah, for Christmas Spectacular. So we just got to buy the film. So. You a fan of the Christmas Spectacular, Sage? Have I, you ever been? I am. I came to this the like most recent one. I wasn't there the whole time. I don't remember like what I had to do that night. It was the most unique one. We'd never done one outside before. I remember oh, that's the one you came to. I think yeah. it was two years ago. The video that y'all made for it. Oh, was <laughs> hilarious. Yes, I remember seeing that, and like Snow. I was back home when Christmas happened then, but mm. I remember that. Oh, but about the Polaroid thing, I was going to say, mm-hmm. we do that in our apartment. We okay. have a guest wall. That's cool. Idea. Oh, and that's the rule great. is if they pass the threshold that their picture gets taken and they get put on the wall. And it's like, okay. it's really cool. We just like stare at it. And we're like, wow, remember that time? And like, we're yeah. just waiting for a delivery guy to like step in. Right. And we're like, ha <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, y'all should start it. It's super fun. It's worth the cost of all of the film. I agree. Yeah. Well, if we'd start those Patreon episodes we've been talking about. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Sage. This has been awesome. This has yeah, been a blast. It has. An absolute blast. It's would, been great. Would you like to conclude this thing? Yeah. Close I, us out. I will. I also, I want to say, I, I have something to say. Oh, great. <laughs> just, I just, I want to be friends with all of the people everywhere. <laughs> that is a, that is a goal. A, that is a quality of mine. But so I... Often I'm sitting in the back doing the slides when I'm at church. And so if anybody wants to come back there and be my friend, that'd be cool. Or just like reach out. I want more friends in the church, especially since I'm staying here now. Um, and I'll shameless plug myself as a math tutor. If anyone oh, has wow. a child in need of math tutoring, I accept compensation through dinner. John oh, Mark and awesome. I just looked at each other like, we can uh, feed you. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, now that I've uh, plugged myself as a person. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I do totally. have an idea that that for the show, for the Shades Midweek in particular, that you know, now that we're you know, we'll we'll see how all the rest of this COVID stuff goes. But as we're trying to get back to normal, I think it would be really cool to do like a live Shades Midweek episode. Wow, That'd be cool. Cool. and with you being the queen of the fan club, I think you would definitely <laughs> be heavily involved with with that. So. I love we'll, that I made we'll this for myself. Yeah, like, for nobody sure. asked me to do this. <laughs> if, if you, That's what Shades is all about, if, you know? <laughs> if you listener out there would actually attend a live midweek recording, like, yeah. email us. Let, let us, us know, know so we can know if there would be one or three people there. Let us know. I can midweek. give you me and both of my roommates. Okay. You got three. There's three people. I bet Kenny would be there. I was yeah. going to say Connor. Kenny, I bet Connor would be there. Maybe Grant. I don't know if we're back in his good graces or not. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah that's awesome. Well, Sage, thank you so much yes. for coming into Four Stream Studio. Thanks for having me. Being a part of the show. We hope you all enjoyed it. Like we said before, email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. You can find all our episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. You've been listening to another episode of Shades Midweek. See ya. I thought we were going to let Sage say that. Oh, hey. I wouldn't have known what to say. (laughs) No, no, no. Cut the music. Go ahead. (laughs) I'll do that. All you got to say is like, this has been another episode of Shades Midweek. Go ahead, Sage. All right, this has been another episode of Shades Midweek, where theology, culture, all things shades. (laughs) I had to say it. I wanted to say it at the start. It's perfect. (laughs)